Yo, what's happening, guys? Welcome to another episode of Chris Talks. This week, or well, this past week, I'm talking to Julian Alexander, aka Snakebone underscore, painter, drawer, you already know, talking about what makes him create, how he paints, what inspires him to paint, different things like that, and his music taste. I guess you guys could say this episode is going to be a very honest episode. <laughs> Now, here's a word from our sponsors. So, just a quick heads up, guys. This episode was recorded in the cafe. I didn't think a lot of the background noise could be heard, but it is. Uh, Sorry about that. to another episode of Chris Talks. Today, I'm talking to Julian, a.k.a. Snakebone, correct? Hello. Uh, he's a painter. Uh, he also sells his paintings. Yes. Great artist. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's get it started. Um, let's, let's just do uh, inspiration for your art. So like, what inspires you to paint or draw? Or do you do? So it's hard for me to answer that question because it's not just one thing. Yeah. It's definitely I draw. I gain inspiration from just living. So like, I was having a conversation with my dad actually, and he said that the the thing that defines an artist is being able to see things when they aren't actually there, like see it in a different way. Yeah. And I had that conversation recently, and it like recently gave me the words to like articulated and like uh-huh. yo that's so true like if I'm looking at like a soup can I'll be like damn like, someone's gonna look at it and be like that's a soup can but I'm gonna be like yo like that represents like that brand thinking about the history of that brand then it's about people like everything goes back to people and like just the concept of life but if I have to say like cause that's what inspires me to do things like I just wanna document like things the that things are that you overlooked see? the things that I see but the things that people like a lot, I like to do a lot of portraits, right? yeah. and, and they're real close up, like mm-hmm. looking at the real like intimate details of like something or some place, a person's face even. Um, but I think in terms of like aesthetic, like style and all that, like I think it goes to, it goes back to like, I don't know. You know what's crazy to me is that some of y'all are gonna be listening to this and be too young to like know what this is. But like old, an era of like Adult Swim. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think that's it. Cause they had like all types of weird shit on there. Like, mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I'd be looking at it. And I was like, oh, I'm definitely too young to be watching like <laughs> Super Jail and like Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah, no, I definitely know what you mean. But when I saw it, I was like, yo, this is so weird. And like, then they had anime on there, and I'm like a huge anime head. Yeah. So I was like, I'm gonna have to. Um, it just opened my eyes to like weird experimental cartoons and art. Like, so I like that, real weird raw. Okay. Cause like, uh, I, like I don't know. I saw I saw something earlier today. I was watching like a John Belliard interview, and he was talking about having the guy for, uh, who plays the voice actor for Piccolo on his album. And I was just that's like, hard. like that's crazy to me. Like <laughs> this is so nostalgic. Like why is Piccolo on his album? That's I'm just, dope. Like, and he's doing the Piccolo voice. Yeah, like, he's and not he just... does the Piccolo voice. <laughs> like he's like, uh, he's like. We're gonna enter the, tw- um, the hyperbolic time chamber, and I was just like, "This is crazy." Yeah. So like, I don't know. I feel like 
uh, in a weird way, like Adult Swim and like a lot of TV shows, like influence a lot of people and a lot of things. For real, bro. Because the thing I like about Adult Swim is that it was so like, it just wasn't afraid. Mm-hmm. Like they had, there's a show on there, you know, you know 12 Ounce Mouse? No, I haven't. It's literally just like a drawing. I'll show you when we're done. It's like, a, it's like, it looks like a, like a two-year-old Jew. It's like the worst drawing. It's trash. And the animation is like MS Paint style animation. But it's like, somebody wrote that and it's funny. And like, they put it out. Like, they just weren't afraid. Like, I feel like it wouldn't get approved anywhere else. Yeah. I like how it's like honest and like raw. Cause like another show, I, I mean, I don't like the artwork <laughs> for it. Is I think it's like squids or squibbles. Squibbillies. Yes. <laughs> like I don't know, I don't understand the premise of the show, but I'll just watch it just to watch it. And I just like I don't like the artwork, but it's so weird and it's like out there. Yeah, that's what I want to do for somebody. I want somebody to look at it and be like, "What am I looking at?" Like, <laughs> that's what I like. I like that stuff. Cause um, I had a conversation like when I went to Momo with my girl. You said Momo? Yeah. Dope. Okay. Um, I don't understand abstract paintings. Abstract paintings do not make any sense to me whatsoever. Yeah. And like, I, when I look at it, I'm just like, I don't get it. And maybe I'm just like, maybe I'm not artistic enough, but I, I think I feel like I get to that point. I'm like, yo, I just don't understand. Do you like, because um, I think I like abstract paintings kind of, some of them. Mm-hmm. But I, I used to like hate all of them. I was like, what is this? <laughs> trash. But like, I grew to like something. <laughs> But like, do you like, you know George Kondo? He's the dude who did uh, the My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy paintings. I like that one, that one was okay. I mean, I don't know what it means, I don't know what it's supposed to do. But I'm like, it looks cool, it looks nice, but I don't get it. You might want to check his workout, because it's not abstract. Yeah. But you can tell what's going on, you can tell it took skill to do. Mm -hmm. But it's like, it's like on the line between abstract and like real. I like that kind of stuff. But I feel you, a lot of this, it's like, what am I looking at? right now i went to, yo i'll never forget bro all right if, if we're gonna like hate on something i don't know the artist's name but if this gets out there and this blows up and they come back to me and they're like oh that's what you said that's how you feel i don't care i'm ready i'm here for the smoke this man said this is this is the future of video art right you know you know the whitney it was at the whitney uh, Whitney Museum. It's oh, all. No, it's a museum in the city, and it's free for students. Actually, it's mm-hmm. um, it's it's like right on the water on the West Side Highway. Yeah. And this dude, West is bad. Whatever. <laughs> this dude um made this, or maybe it was a woman. I'm not sure. Made this video, and it was just. It looks like three red screens. Like there's three iPads, and it's just red playing. Mm-hmm. What it actually is is allegedly the future of video art, and it's just you think you're just looking at red pictures like a screensaver, but it's a looping video of just red. And I'm like, what am I looking at? How is this futuristic? I don't know. Somebody <laughs> likes it. I don't like it. So I feel you on that. Some of it is like. Some of it I connect to, and some of it I just, I don't even So you did mention earlier that you are an anime fan. Yeah. Explain what type of animes or what animes you like watching. Okay, the first... <laughs> Alright, so when I say I'm an anime fan, I am, but I don't relate to a lot of anime fans sometimes, because mm-hmm. a lot of them, like, I'm a... Like, you, you, you like certain animes, like... That like have like a storyline or something, or like you're not like a big fan, like you're not gonna go to cons or anything like that. Is what I do. Saying. Oh, okay. no, 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 yeah, yo, I used to be heavy, heavy into it. I used to wear okay. Naruto headbands and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I would still, I went to Comic Con, I missed last year, but I went the year before, and I would, I'm planning on going this year. 
but it's the reason I say I don't relate to a lot is because like I don't really like all the mainstream stuff. Right, so I still like, love Naruto. That's like, like you like Naruto. You don't I like, like One Balls Piece. Time. I like One Piece too. Okay. What's the new one that I don't really like? My Hero Academia. I don't like it that much. I think it's okay. Yeah. Maybe people. I'm gonna get grilled for that. <laughs> I think it's alright. Like you know, what's the funny thing. I like My Hero Academia. I don't like Attack on Titan. Oh, I don't like Attack on Titan either. I, I like the first season. Oh, I just can't get into it. It doesn't grab me. Really? At all. Really? Do you like do you like apocalyptic like Walking Dead? Yes, oh, I like it feels like that to me. But like it just doesn't grab. Like I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't understand anything of it. I just it just doesn't grab my attention. Like I'll try to watch it and I'm just like I don't want to watch this anymore. Damn. I mean, I feel that I get that way sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, what it is, I don't really watch a lot of anime. I just read like the manga a lot. Yeah. Cause I don't know. Oh, it's, oh yeah, it's fast no, you, you do post a lot of manga. Yeah, I read yes. them all the time. Like if I'm on the train, that's what I'm doing. You know what's like one thing I struggle with though? Like I, I can't read it anymore unless I have the physical the book. Physical book. I, I prefer to have the physical. Sometimes I can't get it right now, and I just mm-hmm. have to. But I prefer to have the book. Cause like I try to read it on my phone, and I just can't. A lot of people are like that. There's something about holding it. And like having it, and that's what I was saying. I can't relate to a lot of them is because like some of the stuff I get like you can't find online. I have to go to like this like Forbidden Planet over there yeah. to go get it, and it's like real underground, weird, like experimental. <laughs> that's what I'm, it, Adult Swim started it all for me. Like that's why I'm so weird. <laughs> so like, give me an example of what anime like helps you, or like what anime do you currently watch? Let's put it like that. What anime or what manga do you currently read or watch? Alright, so I'm reading this one. I just read this one. I finished it. It was called um, Dementia 21. It's about this old... It's about this girl who's working in a nursing home and she's taking care of old people. But, like, the old people are, like... They have, like, weird old people powers. So, like, this girl, she, she has, like, this woman has Alzheimer's. And, like, when she forgets something, it, yeah. di- it disappears. But, like, this one person can touch something and make it wrinkle. Like, it's it's dumb. It's just stupid. But, like, the reason I like it is because the artist, he did that as an excuse to just draw weird stuff. And then he wrote the story just to justify why he's drawing it. That's what I like. I'm like, this is so dumb. This is stupid. That's why I like that adult film type stuff. Yeah. Um, I like Vagabond a lot. It's like this samurai story. I still love Naruto. You know Samurai Champloo? Yes. That's one of my favorite shows of all time. I like samurai stories. I like samurai. Okay. Samurai Jack? Samurai Jack is hard, yeah. Last Airbender. I have to watch Samurai Jack the last season that they came out with. Yo! The ending is, is gonna get you. The ending is gonna get you. Like, it hurt. The first memory that I have as a kid, like ever, the first memory in my whole brain is watching Samurai Jack as a kid. I'm so serious. You know what's crazy about that? Like, as a kid, that is the only show I prepared. Like, it was that and Invader Zim. Like, I prepared to watch those shows no matter Sat where down. I was at. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, this show is appearing. I am watching it no matter where I'm at. It's dope. It's a dope show. What else? Okay, so what am I currently watching? Watching. There's this show on Netflix called Baki. Ooh, uh, it's so. Is that like um? All right, I'm I'm confused. Is it Baki's world's greatest disciple, or is this one like a totally different one where like he's a bully? No, he's not a bully. I think I don't know because I know there's a manga for okay. it. I haven't read it. It's it's. I don't know. Or maybe I'm confusing the names because I know there's another. There's Kenichi World's Greatest Disciple. Oh, that I'm probably confusing. Yeah. It's it's also a martial arts story. It's similar, but it's like way extra. Like 
If I were an anime, I would be either this, or you know JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yes. Like, it's just what is going on? Like, that's what I like. I like stuff that's, like, real confusing. Okay. Because um, it's, like... It, how, it, do you, well, how do you feel about, like, people with JoJo? Because, like, with me and JoJo, like, I'm up to, like, season two. Okay. And I'm just, like... That was the best one. You think so? Yeah. Joseph know, Joestar just... is hard. <laughs> I, I didn't finish. I'm like a fake JoJo fan because I didn't mm-hmm. get. I'm only on part four right now. Okay. But it's hard. I don't know. I just love like it's gonna sound crazy. I like uh, the the iconic scene that they have where uh, one of the JoJos is fighting the Dio, the Earth Dio, uh-huh. and like he's like raw, th- um, raw endo. Um, and then he's like <laughs> rock and roll, and then yo that iconic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't uh, know, I don't know what it is. It's just like that's the only reason I started watching. It's so funny. Oh, you're gonna get there. I think that's part three. Mm-hmm. You're like a season away, but it's a long, season three is a long season. Mm-hmm. I didn't even finish all of it. Like I, I, I low key, I low key skipped like a couple episodes. I'm not gonna hold you because they were not essential. It was like filler. Anime loves to do fillers. Yeah, but that's only because they have to like fill in the gap between the manga and everything like that. You already know that. Yeah. Uh, if anyone doesn't know, uh, I was given this advice to explain certain things. So like filler in anime is when they deprive from the manga and they start making up their own story. Yep. And then once they're, uh, they're far away from the manga, they'll go back to the original manga. Yep. Just so you guys can know. <laughs> yep. That's um, facts. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just... How do you... You don't like My Hero. You said that already. Well, it's not that I don't like enjoy it. it. No, I do. I think... Well, okay. I haven't seen the anime. I've just read it. I read it before it got into an anime. Okay. And it was cool, but... The reason I stopped was because they kept doing... They did like they kept doing multiple tournament arcs. Oh, okay. So I did one. I read one, and I think I'm still ahead of where the manga is or where the anime is right now. Yeah. But it's gonna pass me because I just stopped. <laughs> but um, they just kept doing tournament arcs, and I didn't really like that. So I like Yu Yu Hakusho's tournament arcs though. Those were hard for some reason. Those were like Adult Swim again. Adult Swim. They had the best lineup. You can at me, but like, we can really fight about it. On Instagram, I don't really use Twitter like that, but we can fight. Well, like, <laughs> let's. Uh, all right, in anime, a lot of people who do watch anime, they tend to listen to the openings of anime. <laughs> Any specific openings that you specifically like? Uh, off rip, I'm taking. <laughs> we are fighting dreamers <laughs> from Naruto. Okay. Legendary. Actually, all the Naruto openings were hard. Yeah. You know, Blueberry. Mm-hmm. Blueberry. Um, so yeah, I'm just gonna say Naruto had the best soundtrack. Air Gear had a dope soundtrack. Yes. Um, Samurai Champloo's soundtrack is crazy. That opening is hard. The battle cry. And that was the first time I was like, saw the intersection of like anime and hip hop. Adult Swim also did that because yes. they always had rap on the bumpers. Yes. Like that's that's put me on to like MF Doom and like yeah. Flying Lotus and Jay Dilla. And then they would have anime on. And I'm like, now in my head, anime and hip hop are very close. Very close, yep. Yo, when I think of rappers, I'm like, yeah, like, I think of them as like anime characters. Like, you're gonna drop this album, you're gonna go yeah. Super Saiyan, his hair's gonna change. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Nah, I definitely know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I like 
I don't know if you remember, but watching Death Note and all of the Death Note openings, I think they're just absolutely amazing. That first one is legendary. The second one was like, it was like a metal song, yes. right? Yeah. I don't remember what it sounds like. I remember liking it, though. I'm gonna have yeah. to go back. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back. All right. Well, we're... Bleach, too. Bleach is great. Bleach had great openings. That first one. <laughs> Speaking about music, so, like... Well, we've spoken about music before, and, like, I can kind of say, like, your taste in music isn't very, like, popish. It's, like, very, like, underground, empowering the people type of music. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you can say, like... Yeah. It's Earl Sweatshirt without Tyler the Creator or like any of that. That's the type of music you like. If that if that was to put it in like a category or like yeah, I love to Earl. explain it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um Earl is dope. Earl is like I think Earl is he reminds me of um, his rap is kinda of what I want my art to be. Like his rap? Uh, yeah, like I can see his music. I like swear if you was to have like a gallery, you would play like Earl Sweatshirt's yeah. whole album. Yeah, 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 I can see his music. Like I swear to God, it's like really weird, but I can see it. Like that sounds so hippie. It doesn't sound like I'm being real, but like his music is the last album. A lot of people didn't like it. I love it. It's my favorite project from him. It's because um, he was. Uh, I was reading like an interview or something where he was saying that like the album is about brevity and just keeping things short and my art is like that too where it's like I think there's I don't really want to sit down and make a painting in multiple sessions if I can avoid it yeah it's like I'll do a painting if I don't like it I'll throw it away I'll throw it away I'll throw it away until I get the right one because I don't want to spend that long doing that so like sometimes if I do something like there'll be a I'll do a drawing and one part of it is really rendered and the rest is like an abstract form in the background and it's because is it all it's because um, I don't know I just like the idea of like getting one thought out it doesn't have to be complete because that's how life is yeah his music is like really like honest I like honesty okay so it's like it sounds like his music to me doesn't even sound like it sounds like he's just talking and like, like he's not, just talking to you? Yeah, like it's like, if you ever, his music is a lot about like, a lot of it's about problems, like very real human problems, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And they don't, he doesn't reach an answer by the end of the song, because there's not always an answer. Yeah. And that's how I feel like my work is. It's like an incomplete thought. It's like, it's just scribble, doodle, mm-hmm. post that. <laughs> post that. <laughs> nah, I totally can see that. I'm sorry. It's okay. Thank you. Got it? Okay. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I like I like Earl's music. Um, my personal thing, I love Earl with Frank Ocean. That is my favorite combination. What's that song? The Super Rich Kids or something? Yeah, rich Kids. Super Rich Kids is the one from I think like his first album. Um, I think his album is called Hive. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, Doris. Doris. Hive is on the is on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, Sunday. I love that song. I think <laughs> that song is absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like my favorite combination of Earl. Uh, I don't know. I like. I feel like. Uh, I remember watching an interview about Earl saying like he doesn't want to be with like Tyler or anything because that's like his high school friends, like who he grew up, and he's trying to be like a rap artist. Yeah, yeah. And he's like separating himself. Like that's why he made the album. I don't like shit. Uh, I don't go outside. Sometimes it be like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, any more artists that you like specifically or um, that help you out in certain situations? I know you like, um, I don't remember his name. I know the DJ's name is Astro Raw. 
Oh, Lion Babe. Or Momooks, too. Momooks. Um, they're cool, because they, they have a real, like, soulful sound. Like, when I was a kid, my mom was, like, playing R&B in the car, in the house. So, like, that's a part of, like, just me growing up. Like, I like soulful music, though. Like, the internet, the, like, um, like you know, so, anyone like Selection? Like, it's, it's like this DJ group, and they make these beats that just so, like, they just sample like soul music. It's real weird and like, mm-hmm. but it has like, I don't know. So like a nostalgic like, rhythm. I like, I like Sango. Sango makes beats like that. Yeah. Uh, Gold Links, Mino, like just rappers that just like tap into some weird primal energy. Like, <laughs> but I like that each of those people to me sounds completely different. Yeah. Another person that I like just off just raw raps is just Vince Staples. I think Vince Staples is just like I think hard. like <laughs> you know what's like the only thing I isn't that I don't like Vince Staples. I think everything he says is exactly like my thought process about certain things. Yeah. So like he would talk about like oh um, I forgot it was like a complex car. He was um, talking about oh like new age rappers like how come they don't pay respects? They were like well some of us just don't know. That's like, facts. How do you want us to pay respects if we don't know? That's facts. And it's like uh, they were giving him a comparison like oh like you're one of the people who do like rap rap and like the people who mumble rap. And he's like, why does it matter? Like, back in the 90s when Wu-Tang was first coming out, nobody really, like, was, like, the old heads were like, oh, Wu-Tang is trash, that's not, that's not good music or anything like that. And then, like, every generation always hates on the new ones. See, same with Vince. I think the rappers that I like, the reason they don't sound like anyone else, and the same thing I was saying about Earl, where it's just, like, it's brief, mm-hmm. it's, like, honest. Like, Vince, he was, that's just facts. Like, he was just talking, like. Yeah. Um, also... It's funny because I don't I don't listen to a whole lot of mumble rap, yeah. but I love Playboy Cardi. <laughs> I think he's like the ultimate mumble rapper. I think it's so funny, but like it's good, like it's slap to me. I don't know. I like Playboy. I, I think like isn't that the, I can't listen to a whole Playboy Cardi album. Yeah, I can listen to a few songs. I don't blame you. He's my guilty pleasure. Yeah, he raps like a baby, <laughs> but it works <laughs> for me. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I just like listening to honesty. Mm-hmm. Like, so like anybody who's honest, like uh, we we I listen to him too. Uh, Sa- Saba, I love Saba. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, Care for Me yes. is the most honest album ever. There is not a single lie on that album. <laughs> yeah, but like yeah. I don't know. It's just so you just enjoy honest music in general. Mm-hmm. It do, it can sound like anything. I mean, I like a lot of R and B. I think I like. I, at my core, I'm more of like an R&B fan than a hip hop head, but I like when artists combine that. That's why I like Smino's, like he raps and sings. Or like, we were talking about Che Ekru. I think I put him on the playlist. Che Ekru's dope. Um, his music is like so sad. Who else? I've been listening to a Janae Echo a lot recently. She came out with like a new song, I think. Yeah, crazy. Like I don't know. I just her music does something to me. Like it's just real. It's raw. Well, I didn't like that her last album was 90 Minutes, though. It was good. Yeah. It was good. I just don't... I was talking about Brevity. <laughs> but it's a good album. It, it puts on... It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Nah, definitely is. Um, I had a friend. I did a, a little video for him. I don't know if you listened to it. I don't know if you're going to enjoy him. His name is like uh, 12 by 28, The Great. 
That's like, hard. His name is like his name of his mixtape or album, I guess you can say, is like Slam Poetry. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you're gonna like it, but I feel like uh, I had this my friend who was previously on the podcast before, his, uh, Young Table Tennis. I feel like you would enjoy him, him and his company like talking with him because okay. he also listens to like a lot of music like that, like he cares about like a lot of independent artists and everything like that. That reminds me. I have another recommendation. I'm gonna stop. I can talk about this forever. <laughs> JPEG Mafia. His music is, he's just saying shit. And it's like real. Like people need to hear it. But it's so abrasive. Because he'll he'll just be talking about like gentrification and like hipster white people. He'll be using words. And it's like, it's funny because I saw him at Afropunk. And it's like, he'll be like white kids like moshing his music. And he's talking about like, yo, white people. <laughs> but, but it's like, and it's such a weird like he's very extreme but i like that his music is so extreme like it's so um, honest everything comes back to everything honesty. comes back to honesty i didn't even think about that until just now but it's, it's a trend in my taste so like do you feel your art is very honest mm-hmm. i try to make it that way i think my art is so honest that i don't even understand because <laughs> you know how like i was i take i'm really interested in like studying psychology yeah i think it's, it's like, if I wasn't an art major, I would be a psych major. Yeah. Because I feel like, um, like, I've dealt with a lot of things with people that I know and, like, with myself, which is, like, mental health issues. And I feel like, I don't know where I was going with this. Oh, I have a teacher, a psychology professor right now, who was talking to me about, um, she said that the brain interpret, the brain focuses on one thing. So when you're walking down the street, you're just thinking about one foot in front of the other, or thinking about where you have to go. Mm-hmm. But your mind is still seeing a whole lot of other things. You're just not focusing on them. So like they'll come back in dreams and stuff. Yeah. Or when I'm drawing, like I just draw a face. I'm like, I've never seen this person before. So. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm, pro- I mean, I don't know who they are. I probably walk. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like, I think a lot of my art is very subconscious. Okay. It's like. I don't, I don't get it. Sometimes I look at my stuff and I'm like, I don't know why I did that. Mm-hmm. Other times it's very intentional. But I think it's important to have a balance of like, I don't know, of like intention and sometimes just let it happen. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of balance, <laughs> yeah. how do you balance like work, your, your artwork and life in general? I meditate. <laughs> I'm so serious. Like, no, I, take, I, I, yo. <laughs> I meditate. I think I take it real seriously. I do it every day because like, <coughs> I think some. It's real hard to get caught up. And it feels like you can't breathe. Like you can't. There'll be so much going on, and it's just like, what am I? What am I supposed to do? Yeah. So with my art, like, I don't want it to become a chore. So like, I'm in art school, and then I'll have a professor like, yo, I have a professor right now who wants me to do ten paintings. And then that's hard. Like that's hard work. Like yeah. people don't. A lot of people think art school is like easy, and it's not. <laughs> it's not because it's like. And I'm not talking bad about like uh, being a doctor or something. Yeah. Like you have to study. That's that's hard work. Like I respect that hard work. But I think, um, and someone needs to do it. You know what I mean? But I think um, with art, it's like there's not always 
a right or wrong answer. You just have to make something. You have to really, really think about how to communicate an idea to somebody visually. Mm -hmm. Like, it'd be easier if I could just tell you, but I got to draw it out for you. You know what I mean? No, I definitely understand. I was learning that today, actually. Yeah. And, like, they were like, if you want to learn how to become a better filmmaker, film you doing something that you're really good at, and then try to make it as cinematic as possible. And I was like, okay, I can try to make coffee. And I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. It'll be little things that you don't even notice. And you show it to, and it makes sense to you. And you show it to someone else. You're like, they're like what is what is this? <laughs> um, so balance is like, for me, I never wanted to become a chore. So I'll have this teacher telling me to do these paintings. And then I feel suffocated because it's like, I can't do my personal work. Yeah. Or I'm doing, I have this stuff for school. And then I work a nine to five on the weekends. Yeah. And then I have commissions. So I, I've had to, I've lost out on commissions. I've had to tell people like, yo, I can't do it by this day. Like, I want to make money and I want to help you. Because I only take commissions for people that I like really support. Yeah. Like, I want to help you, or I want to, you know, like, make your life better. And I really do, and I want this money. <laughs> but I can't, I can't, um, sometimes you just have to make sacrifices, which sucks. But, that's, that's why I meditate. A lot of it is, like, I want to, I want to be able to find time for everything. Because we only have 24 hours in a day. You know what I mean? So it feels like, it can feel like every day you have to be doing something important. But you really don't. I think if you're if you're like focused on something at every moment of the day, that's not yourself. Then you like you're it's like self destruction. You know what I mean? Because you're not paying attention to yourself. Like it's real. I struggle with that too. Like uh, what I what I have the Apple Watch. So like it, what I do instead of meditating is like I'll take like the thirty seconds or like a minute a day to like breathe. And just think about breathing for a second. Yeah. Like, sometimes you have to do that for yourself. It's so important. It's so real. I started doing it until like this year. Or maybe like, I didn't get, not this year. It's just 2019 just started. 2018. But we're, if you're listening to this, we're in the beginning of 2019. <laughs> oh no, this is dropping next week. Okay, cool. I started doing this last year, like uh, middle of last year. And I've just been like, I feel so much lighter. Like, I was heavy, like heavy, heavy, heavy. Well, again, like the person who I was talking to you, like uh, previously, that I told you, like his name is Young Table Tennis. Yeah. I feel like you would enjoy his podcast. It's called Pot and Love. Okay. And like he'll talk to people about mental health. Like one of his most popular podcasts is him talking to one of his friends about mental health. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe I think you might enjoy it. I'll check it out. I saw that you were on it. Yeah. I listened to that episode. I'll I'll, I'll listen to the rest of it for sure. But like he he's all about like I told you before. Like, oh, independent artist, anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a really cool guy. I've known him since, like, middle school. I'll talk to him. Like, that sounds dope, too. Um, yeah, so, like, when I... I think, also, I'm better at making art when I am meditating. Or, like, when I'm, like... When I'm, when I'm mentally, like, quiet. Because that's why I make art, is just to... Part of it is just to quiet my mind. Because there's so much going on. It's like, I need this out... And like I need to put it into the universe so it's yeah. not in within my soul. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel. Like I just lost my train of thought. 
sometimes like you have to separate yourself. I mean, I've talked about this in like one of my solo podcasts is like how to like stay inspired is like sometimes you need to like separate yourself from everything else and just take time for yourself and do something you want. Yo, alright, so one of the things being in art school is that like you'll have kids who come into class and they're they have paintings and they have this beautiful work. Like some of them are like, yo, you're incredible. Yeah. And but they'll be like, I spent I spent like 40, I was up for 72 hours, I, I did coke, I got coffee, like I got all this, I got caffeine patches all over my whole body, I'm like, yo, like, you're not doing yourself a favor, I bet you'd be even better if you took the time off, like vacation is important, because, I don't know, there, it's just, I get heavy, I, I know my limits, I'm learning my limits, but, yeah, yeah, how did, how was your trip to LA? That was crazy. Crazy man, LA is crazy. First of all, it was the past two days have been so cold here, <laughs> and I was in LA and this I'm in it's December and I'm like chilling by palm trees, yeah, and all that. But uh, one of the things that about my trip to LA was that like it was just that was the farthest away from home I'd ever been because I've been I've been out of the country. I've been to Jamaica and yeah. I've been to, like the Caribbean, but it's technically I think it's closer like on a map. Closer from like New York to Jamaica. Yeah, I think yeah. So. I think it's closer. The flight is shorter, but I don't know how you know the Earth is. I think I think it's closer. The Earth is flat, so it doesn't matter. Oh yeah, you're right. The Earth is. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I was in. Uh, California, Los Angeles. It was really cool. Um, when I got there, this is like this isn't really related to what I'm about to say, but it's just a cool little story. Yeah. Um, y'all know you know Domo Genesis. Yes. All right. So when we got there, um, he's from Inglewood, and there's this. First of all, first thing we did off it was go to Randy's Donuts. Yeah. Best donut <laughs> I've ever had in my life. I was like, I'm so mad that we don't have donuts like that over here. We got Krispy Kreme. But it's not the same. Krispy Kreme is cool, but it's not the same. Um, but we drove a little bit, and then we went to this uh, this place called Brawley Hut. It's like a fast food joint over there. And it's uh, he, he recently dropped an EP called Facade Records. Go get that. And uh, <laughs> in the cover is him, like, walking out in front of the, uh, the burger joint. Yeah. And then we recreated the exact photo. Okay. And then he reposted it. It was a whole thing. It was, yeah, 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 yeah. That was cool. Um, we didn't mean to drive by it. We just drove, drove by it. I'm like, oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was pretty cool. But LA was cool because it's just like, yo, like this is a completely different universe to me. Like this is a city, but no one's walking. And you can't drive anywhere either because the traffic is crazy. <laughs> um, it was also just really one of the things we were talking about is we went by uh, we went to like the downtown area so you'll see like we're really rich we drove to like the hills the Hollywood Hills we got so much money over there and then but like a couple like less than like a 20 minute drive away was like Skid Row Oh, it's yes. just people are just oh, like we drove through it. And people just, it was like really depressing because it's like you're right there. Like you have so much money and you just you're looking over these people. And it was it was crazy because there's always a wealth disparity, but it was like so extreme right there. You know, it's like the crazy thing to me. Like maybe I don't see it enough in like New York City. Yeah. But like, and if I live in Los Angeles and like I have to pay like 
$2,000 for a one-bedroom apartment, I'd rather be homeless. It's always hot. Like, why am I going to pay for an apartment when I can live out in a tent? A lot of people are homeless there, apparently. Like, a lot of people are just living in, like, trucks. Yep. Um, I was watching this video about it, and this dude, like, goes to UCLA, and he's just living out his truck. And, like, nobody knows. Like, his classmates don't know. Some, I mean, they probably know now. He's on a documentary. Yeah. <laughs> but that, he was living like that for, like, I think, like, a year or two going to school. I'm like, that's crazy that that wouldn't even have to happen. But you're right. Because you couldn't do that here. You would die. It's too cold. Mm-hmm. I don't um, know. It was just cool to get out of my comfort zone. Because I think I was making better art. Like, for real. Like, I, I left and I came back with ideas because my landscape changed. Like, my, my most recent post... Um, or my second to most recent post I took some photos there and I started drawing them and I incorporated those photos like into my art so I did a portrait and then I took took a picture of Randy's donuts like the big donut when I was there and then I put that drawing like into the I don't know if you saw it it's like the second to most recent post but yeah 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 so I I think it's important like overlooked things it's like People don't overlook that donut. That donut's a tourist attraction. <laughs> but, like, I like to have visual memories of things mm-hmm. that are just, like, it's like why, is, why is there a face next to it? Like, why is this, why is this connect? It's because in your brain, you associate people with places, with things. Like, everything is together, so everything's a big collage. And that's why I think my paintings are. Just a giant collage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the way they're composed. I think a lot of stuff is, like, mixed together, and it's, like, mm-hmm. really weird. Um, so like if somebody was to buy like all your artwork, somebody could just be like, alright, this is my collage of like your artwork and what I think it's supposed to That would be like. so hard. I would charge them so much money though. Because if you're trying to clean out my studio, <laughs> that would be dope though. I would love to see that. Like I would let somebody do it. Really? Like if imagine the person, like, somebody just buys you out and just says, all I want you to do is create paintings and they all have to go together. Oh, buys me? So like whenever yeah, so like, I make something? Yeah. Oh, so it's like a record label. Yeah. <laughs> You got six paintings under my contract. <laughs> no, I don't want to. I don't want to end up like Lil Wayne. <laughs> Yo, that would be dope though. Like I, a collage of my work would be crazy. I'm a part of this thing called um, So. It's called Scope of Work, and it's like this talent agency that focuses on like empowering. Uh, artists of color yeah. and I'll send you their information because they have another open call in the spring if you want to do it but what it does is it's supposed to put you in contact with like companies so they have photographers um, videographers mm-hmm. um, musicians artists like like fine artists like me painters drawers, drawers draftsmen whatever um, there's just a whole programmers like designers a lot of people coming together and um, it's like crazy because it's that whole collage concept it's like when I go to that there's a whole bunch of like, people, so many different talented people who do completely different things, like in a room together. Yeah. And it's just crazy. Like everyone, people, people like feed off each other's energy. And it's like so weird because you're like, normally this person would never be talking to this person. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I like. You know what's weird about that? Like for me at least, like in social settings, I'm really awkward around other people. But once I see someone who has like similar interests as me, or like does the same thing as me, it's like, hey, how you doing? We're like best friends now. <laughs> Yo, I am talking about that too. Um, I'm a real like introverted person, and some of y'all who know me probably won't think that. Yeah. Because I'm comfortable with the people I know. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. 
Right. Put it this way, I'm not gonna go out of my way to approach somebody. So I had to learn that. Like that's part of the thing that service teaching me is making me real comfortable with those people mm-hmm. and getting situations where I have to like sell myself as an artist. Because the whole point is like we're gonna it's basically preparing you to like get jobs in the creative field. Yeah. And like make a living off what you do. And it's like naturally I'm not I'm really not that type of person. But it's been good to like you know what I mean? Like find the common ground in people and like, hey, I do this. Here's like how people suck. Because otherwise I would not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I definitely know what you mean. Because in a perfect world, I would make work and it would speak for itself and I would never have to talk to anyone. <laughs> but um, you gotta learn how to do that. And, like, you know, like the crazy interaction that happened with me? Like, I was in Burger King and I was really nervous to order my food. And then this guy comes up to me and sees like on my keys that I have like McCree from Overwatch. And he's like, oh, you play McCree? And I'm like, no. Why would I play that? He's broken now. I'm not playing that broken guy. And like, I just start going off and I go on a rant. And I'm just like, how can I go off and like talk to this random stranger about Overwatch, but be scared to make my order at Burger King? It's hard. <laughs> I haven't played Overwatch in such a long time. Damn, I like that game though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back into it. I used to play. The funny thing is, I was a McCree main. McCree is broken. Reaper is technically the best healer in the game now. Best healer? Uh, is it a joke? Is that what like, um, Alright, so like they changed McCree's, um, not McCree, Reaper's uh, ability. So every time he causes damage, he gains back a certain damage. So I believe he gains back 50% of the damage that he deals. So if you damage boost him, he heals himself better than Mercy healing him. That's hilarious. That's also OD. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be in the new patch that ha- that comes out tomorrow. So you definitely don't want to be right, cool. dealing with that crazy stuff. Cool. Good to know. <laughs> so you told me that you have what is it? It's my fault. You you have paintings, drawings, and digital art. So like, what made you decide not to do just one and do all three? I used to hate painting, which is funny because I love painting. <laughs> but I used to hate it because I, I was just I was just draw like primarily, and then when I was um, when I was in high school, I had this teacher named Mr. Rosado. Shout out to Mr. Rosado. Um, and he made us learn how to paint. And he used to hate me. He'd be like, yo, you're trash. He didn't say I was trash. But in my mind, he's like, yo, you're trash. You're garbage. You don't even know how to clean your palate. You don't know nothing. You're dirty. It's like you're never going to make it, kid. Well, before you continue, what is cleaning your palate? What is that? Okay. It's, it's literally like, you're, you know, when you paint with a palette, like like a little wooden thing to mix your paint on, you're just cleaning it off. But if it's oil paint, it's really hard to clean. And there's a specific way to do it. Because you have to scrape off the paint with like a knife, like a palette knife. They make knives for it. And then you have to get turpentine because oil doesn't mix with water, so you can't wipe it off the water. Okay. You gotta get turpentine, put it on a rag, and wipe it, like uh, you know, scrape it off again, rag, wait for it to dry. It, it's it's a lot. It's not that hard for me now, but when I was when I was first learning, I, I did not know how to do it. And it's funny because to this to this day, I still have one of the dirtiest palettes of all time. Like, I mix paint on the dirtiest the dirtiest palette. Oh my god. Um, I'll just scrape off the paint from a little part so I can mix that little <laughs> I'm I'd be embarrassed if somebody had to look at my palette to be honest. But I feel like um, learning how to do that, I hated it at first. I was really resistant to it. 
and then I, um, I don't know, I just naturally started to, like, as I did it more, then I would, like, stop following rules, and then I would, like, incorporate my own drawing style into it. So, like, some parts, like, remember I was talking about, um, brevity, and, like, some part of it is really overworked, and I think that's a lot of the stuff in my work, is, like, there'll be one part of it that is, like, way more detailed, or, like, looks like it's in focus, and the rest of it is, like, not there yeah like you, can't, like you aren't supposed to pay attention to it i really like that i don't like complete things because that's not honest because we're all looking for answers <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. um so i think i learned how to like i learned how to paint like i draw it all started with drawing because i would just draw all the time like i never paid attention in class ever even or even rather i'm not i'm not even gonna say that if i didn't like a class i was drawing if I did like a class, I was still drawing because it helped me. Like, you know how some people say that, like, if you're the reason kids doodle in class is because it helps them like stay engaged because your body needs to be doing something. So it became like muscle memory. Like I was just constantly be drawing. Okay. Or I'd be sitting in class drawing the back of some kid's head, <laughs> or like drawing like cartoon characters. Yeah. I used to draw so many anime characters in middle school. Oh my God. Um, I didn't really know how to do anything else, so, or rather, I knew how to do other things, but I wasn't that good at that many things, and it was the only thing that really made me, like, happy, like, have fun, so I would be drawing all the time, and I was drawing, I was drawing, I hated painting, went back to drawing, and then I figured out eventually, oh, the basis of a painting is a drawing. That's the most important part to me. <laughs> this is just a coloring thing. Mm-hmm. But then I got really into painting with oil. And then I took a class in, in watercolor. That teacher straight up told me I was trash. <laughs> no, really. Like, she she was the worst. I hate her. <laughs> she, she didn't encourage me at all. She was like, yeah, don't do this. But she was right. She was like, I just didn't like her. <laughs> So I, I didn't take that class again. I didn't fail it, thank God. I passed. Um, and then I forced myself to paint acrylic because I keep forcing myself out of my comfort zones. Mm-hmm. Which, but that's the best way to progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forcing yourself out of your comfort zone. It hurts. It's painful. That's what I'm doing with so. It's like learning how to talk to people. It's like I gotta go over to you and talk to you. Like why? Like just look at my work and decide if you want to work with me or not. But I, you know you can't just do that. Um, it's painful, but as long as you're finding balance and you're one with yourself, you're breathing, you're meditating, you can do it. Like you can, people can do way more than they think they can. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. That's all good. So I did acrylic painting because I forced myself to take that class to learn. I wanted to learn how to paint oil, watercolor, acrylic. All three. I'm still. I'm not. If you. I'm not. If you commission me for a watercolor painting, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Because there's, there's a power to staying in your lane <laughs> and getting really good at one thing. Like, for real. So, I don't really paint oil much anymore because it's expensive. But I paint in acrylic. And I used to not really be good at that either. But then I applied the different techniques. So, with oil, with acrylic, it's harder to blend paint. Because oil stays wet for a long time. Acrylic, you put it down, it's going to dry. Um, what I used to do is I would just find ways around it. So, like, you could put a medium in that will like, make it stay wet for longer. And there's a paint called Golden Open that like stays wet for 24 hours. Yeah. Um, but a lot of my acrylic work is not really blended. It's just layering colors on top of. Uh, I'm not gonna I um, learned actually 
when I spoke to my girl, she was explaining to me like certain things about yeah. like brushes, and like when you paint certain things, it's like you let one layer like dry, mm-hmm. so you can paint over that layer. And I was just like, yeah. what? What is going? Like I thought it was just you put something on the paper and that's it. Wait, and and this is the segue. So there's that, and then that's how Photoshop works. So that's how I do the digital work. It's like mm-hmm. you can't you can blend kind of, but it's like fake. It's not really, you're not really blending. Yeah. So I first I didn't really like my digital art. I thought I was bad at that. And then when I learned how to paint, like by tradition by hand, then I learned how to do it digitally. Because it's like now I understand that layering. In Photoshop you work in layers. Yeah. So I like things that look real dense and like built up color on top of it. So that's cool to me. That's crazy to me. Yo, I like real like thick looking paintings. I have to show you some of my girls work after this. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, recently I haven't been able to do it as much as I would like to. I'm kind of on hiatus from that because I, um, I have school and like the, I have a teacher, like I said, who wants me to do 10 paintings <laughs> and that's just re- not realistic for me to be like working on the side. I'd like to get to that point, but I would have to like cut off all my friends. <laughs> I definitely understand. Um, and I don't want to do that right now because balance, <laughs> but so I had to stop. Um, but when I was, I'm still working on something right now, actually. Um, I just have to finish that up so I can get back to my school. But it's an album cover for somebody. Yeah. Uh, his name is J.R. Clark. So, be, I'll probably post that. You'll be updated. But, um, the reason, the way I sell my art is primarily through social media. Yeah. Which is funny because I don't really like using social media that much. Because... Oh, let's talk about that. <laughs> so, um, social media is like kind of necessary if you're an artist. But it's like I was saying, like I'm a real introverted dude, so I don't always like to get a huge amount of attention on there. But it's like kind of a necessary evil because it's like all these people are gonna be asking you for things, and it's like leave me alone. <laughs> and I, I love, I love everyone who supports. Like I really do. It's not, it's not a thing of ungratefulness. It's just sometimes I need to make time for myself. So. Um, primarily the way I sell it is through people finding me through social media Yeah. Um, but it's hard to what I want to do is be selling to like galleries or selling to like companies like so, like Spotify will commission me to do a painting on their like a mural or something that'd be yeah. crazy that would be crazy that'd be, I would love to do that or like I like music art a lot or movie posters like the Star Wars posters by Drew Schuster you know what's like the only thing I don't like about like promoting yourself on social media this is gonna sound weird but like you always have to keep putting up content yeah like at least on Instagram like you have to just keep posting and posting I'm just like yo I'm not I'm not in the mood like this week I'm trying to like not do anything I had to stop because sometimes I still do this sometimes I'll post something and I'll look at it and I'm like (laughs) I don't like this or like yeah. I don't think it looks good with my feet or I don't think people are gonna like it and mm-hmm. it's just all, all this anxiety because the more people that follow you the more people that see it mm-hmm. so it's like I don't want to be performing all the time digitally you know what I mean no, I definitely that's real like I'm not I'll tell you right now like if you follow me like I'm not gonna I don't see myself in the near future like being on a posting schedule yeah and I'm just being realistic with myself. Like I like to post regularly because I like to document my work. Yeah. 
but I don't. I just can't. I can't do that. Like, I don't like shit. I don't go outside. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly I'm always working, but I don't want to always share it too. Cause I like like secrets are nice. Secrets are nice. Um, but like promoting yourself is cre- It's key, and I, I know it's how you get people to notice you. Yeah. Um, I have. Cause I was talking about I'd love to get these big jobs like Spotify or like yeah. doing a movie po- I'd love to no, do movie I definitely posters. would love to do something like that people don't paint movie posters anymore but those Star Wars ones are the Harry Potter posters I'd love to do a movie poster but um or album cover I mean I've done album covers but like let's say like a bit like Earl yo he's <laughs> talking about Earl yeah because I could see his it has a like a visual to me so I would definitely I would go crazy on that I'm gonna put that into the universe it's happening it's happening. Painting a picture for Earl. <laughs> it's gonna be the cover. <laughs> it's gonna be the cover. But um, but no, no, no. So I think what's what's cool about it, but what's also kind of frustrating is that social media puts you in these doors, but it's so hard. Cause now every, anyone can do it, which is great. But it's also terrible because anyone can do it. So you're competing with so with many, so many people. other people, and then you you just have to prove like, hey, this is my distinct style. This is what I do. That's what like again like my friend he, he said this in like one of my previous podcasts. He was like, um, the guy. Uh, he said the person who made Anchor is pretty much flooding the market with like podcasts. And I was just like, well, he could flood the market with podcasts, but pretty much the best podcasts are gonna reach the top, and the ones that are consistent are gonna be at the top. And the ones that aren't aren't gonna be there. Yeah. And like, I clearly like for me, just me personally. I really like your podcast, though. Your you really podcast is dope to me. It's dope. Like it, it, the crazy thing about it to me, it was just like, all right, I hit this hiatus, like not this high. I hit this high where I was like, all right, I'm promoting this video to promote my podcast so more people can listen to it. And then all of a sudden, I just disappeared. And I was like, I'm not being consistent. I'm not being serious about this. And if I'm being serious about this, no matter what, I have to keep doing it. So like, that's the thing that happens with like social media. is like grind, 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 grind. And you got to keep grinding all the time. Yeah. And that's what I, I don't want to tell people that. I don't want people to feel like they have to. Because that's what, that's, my whole thing is like, Make, like making time for myself too yeah cause I don't want to be like so in, absorbed in it that I just forget who I am you know what I mean um the way how I found like a little bit of balance though it was like uh, if I was working like a couple of hours before I go to work I would get ready and then I'll just fly my drone before I go to work yeah and like I'll try to get photos or like videos of something and then even if it wasn't good I'll just post it just because yeah that's good like I don't think you like you said even if it wasn't good you posted it because it's like that's it's so important to like show your progress and your progression like put something up be in, be comfortable with being uncomfortable with it yes. you know what I mean I gotta be I gotta be better at that because I'll yo my archive is crazy like I'll, I'll have posts up for like two seconds I'm like nah <laughs> that ain't it that's how I felt today. I took a picture of like my, one of my drones that I got fixed, and I was like, "Nah, this picture ain't good enough." Delete. It's real. Like it's hard to be like real secure with yourself. I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. I'm not that secure, but I'm, I'm getting. I'm much better than I was like last year. Mm-hmm. But I think um, it's hard to like. As I was saying, like for these big jobs, it's like I want to get them, but. I don't know how to, because you have social media, but no one's telling you like how, how do, do I? Do it. Yeah, yeah. That's why I, I, I'm so happy. Like my dad told me about it. 
and then they're like supposed to be connecting me with these people yeah. uh, in the future and I'm, they're giving me they're building the skill set now to talk to people and then when I get there it's like okay now I, you know like I, it's hard for people to find the middle man to sell their work to big because I can sell my work to anybody but I can't charge this person the amount of money that I because ideally I want to be living off of it I can't charge a person that amount of money if they're not like you know what I mean? Like the people that are gonna come to you aren't always gonna be have be, the have the money of a company. But yeah. that means like at some point, like uh, I met this one artist named Sunflower, right? And she told me like she actually pays her rent with like her art. That's beautiful. I would love and to get to that point. What I'm saying is like maybe you just have to set a price for yourself, and this this is it. Like, It'd be uh, consistent. Mm -hmm. So like let's say uh, it's a random person who's messaging you for a price. You have your set prices for like the paintings, how much, like everything like that. But then when a big company calls um, calls you, messages you, you say this is how much it costs. And like you just increase the price right. because it's a bigger client. Right, 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 right. Of course, it, it's it's hard for me because sometimes I'll do a bunch of little projects mm -hmm. and it's I won't want to overcharge somebody. I got played. I'm a, I'm gonna put y'all on. So <laughs> I got us. played. Like you had with with selling your work, you had to get <laughs> you're going you're gonna get played a couple times. It's gonna happen. Like I did an album cover for this dude and <laughs> all right. I'm not gonna like blast him or anything like that it's just that looking back i could have handled it better yeah. so what i was supposed what happened was i think i charged him like 150 dollars yeah because it was digital painting it was supposed to be quick it wasn't gonna take me that long but then we were work we were going back and forth for months he would send it back to me and he'd be like i don't like this fix this months like sit like half a year mm -hmm. like crazy crazy like ridiculous i had worked multiple jobs in the time that it took to finish this one yeah so i got to the point where i'm like yo like i he played me because i should have been charging every time i had a i was working on this for months and i got paid 150 dollars yeah like and i was doing good work like i think it's a good piece and he it's his it's, he put the album out now but it's like damn like, and i'm not saying that he did anything wrong by by you know you know requesting that i you know change something that's that's perfectly normal like i want it to be your vision but i could have i i should have charged him um, for every revision for every that's revision. something that's something that i've been learning also like yeah at least with like photography and video games is like here's the contract here's what you're getting and this is the price if you don't like it then don't hire me yeah yeah that's that's so true um what else uh another time i got played was that this is a real simple one this was actually i was just dumb i was like a kid but he is another 150 dollars project mm -hmm. and the dude was like i'm gonna give you um he wanted me to draw like a like this just this digital painting like a scene for something i forgot what he was doing i think it was like a clothing brand or something but he wanted an illustration for like a sweater or something yeah and he uh i did it but he didn't pay me up like first or at least usually i would have him pay half up front yeah so i did it i'm like you like it and i only gave him, i only showed him the beginning but the point is it was more than halfway done yeah. So I gave him like almost a complete product. And he didn't pay. And he didn't pay me. So it's like I got body. <laughs> that never happened to me again. Like don't ever try it. But <laughs> but you it's just like I learned through experience like 
how to handle those things. Um, That's like, uh, I mean, I've never dealt with that because I just, I just nip it in the butt right away. You're if somebody smart. argues with me like about price, I'm just like, no. Yeah. And we're not going to argue. This is my set price. That's it. If you don't want it, then I'm leaving. You know what somebody said to me? They were like, people were like scared of overcharging. But they're like, oh, I'm only paying you for like, you would do this for an hour. It was like, you pay someone else to do it for an hour, but they're not going to do what I do. It's like, you're paying for years. and years, Exactly. Years of like building your craft. So that's like, that's real, yeah. That's like one thing I, I really like when it especially when it comes to photography, like you're not gonna pay me less. Like I don't care how much so and so is charging. If you're asking for me, like this is the one rule that I have. If I hit you up or if I write to you, the photoshoot's free. Yeah, if you I just hit work me up, you. yeah. If you hit me up and you wanna like work with me, this is my time, this is how much it's cost. Right, right, right. And like some people just don't understand that. Yeah. And like I feel like again with painting and like drawing is like if you wanna do a piece for someone, like you go out of your way and like do things, right? And then if they hit you up, they're paying you, correct? Exactly. I yeah. But if you're gonna be selling your work just don't undersell yourself. Yes, that's... And it depends on the client. Like, you obviously can't charge. Like, you can work with people. Like, I'm not... I don't think there's anything wrong with negotiation mm-hmm. to a degree. But don't, like... Don't do something for, like, $5. Yes. <laughs> yeah. At least cover the cost of what you're paying for. Facts, yeah. Because if you want me to do a painting, too, not only pay for experience, you're paying for material. Because it costs me money to get the paint. The brushes, everything. Like, that's money. You know what's the crazy thing about that? People just don't understand that. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, you're painting, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'll just give you this amount. And it's like, no, that's not how it goes. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how to, like, that's just, I got to figure out, like, a rate. Because I do work right now. Yeah. Like, a, a, a retail job. So, it's like, I'm getting paid regardless yeah but ultimately my goal is obviously to be make to be making more money off my art what i usually try to do is like this is gonna sound very weird but when uh-huh. i first started doing photography what i did was how many hours do i work at like my regular job all right let's say i add a dollar on to like minimum wage this is how much i'm charging that's it mm-hmm. oh this is how many hours this is how much i'm charging you can't really complain about it because it's technically a dollar above minimum wage yeah i'm working that's true and I, like after that i was just like nobody's hiring me so i'm just gonna charge more now yeah yeah when i open up commissions again though <clears throat> i'm definitely gonna i'm trying to do it and i also it's funny because i don't want to put out just commissions sometimes i want to put out a body of work and just sell it just because i i believe in the project and i think people like it like could you explain that to me like uh, like how do um, with commissions they like people pay you like a certain type of art that they want mm-hmm. i have then, like rates based on uh, okay if you want like a if you want like a pencil drawing it's only gonna take me like two dollars two hours two dollars i'll do it for like 25 dollars like it's, it's, it's cheap like i can do it quickly I enjoy drawing, <laughs> but if you want me to do a digital painting for your painting, that's gonna be like fifty to a hundred. Yeah. Or if it's like a real like painting, painting big, I'm gonna charge you like two hundred plus, cause that's like a real project. You know what I mean? It's gonna take a lot of time. And I I take payment plans. You can you can pay me in installments. Yeah. Cause like I understand like I know how it is. Yeah 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 not for real like, cause sometimes 
I don't know. Especially if you work with the client before. If I don't know you. No. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't know you. But if you bought pieces from me before, you yeah. Okay. Because there are people that commission me for work and like we built a relationship. I know you're going to pay me. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, 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 um, it's, it's tricky. But I, I was going to say like with selling work that I've already made, that's also hard, I guess. Cause that then that's more feels like I'm just putting a number on it. It's like you don't want you don't want to put a number on it. You don't feel like it has a number. Kind of, okay. but I have to. So I've done it. <laughs> okay. I'll do it. I, just... I always thought I always thought like the way how it worked, <coughs> like it, with commission pieces. Hey, this is the idea that I want. Do it your way. Here's the money for it. Right. Do what you gotta do. Right. 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 That's the yeah. way I thought it worked. Yeah. Because that's the way it goes, or... Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Pretty I much. didn't know that. It was like, hey, I have this idea, here's money, paint, because I like the way you do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pretty much. I mean, if it if it's a painting or something, like, I'll, I don't just, I don't go too far without their approval. So, like, I'll give you, like, a small, like, little thumbnail, tiny skin. Thumbnail, thumbnail in the art world is, like, um, it's like a... It's kind of like a storyboard for a film, mm-hmm. and they call it thumbnail because it's like a tiny drawing, like it's like the, the size of a thumbnail. Mm-hmm. So like I do a little tiny square, I'll show you like a sketch of where I want this. And it could be stick figures, yeah. But just to give you an idea of the direction I'm going, in, you know what I mean. And that's important to show them the process because if if I do a whole thing and they don't like it, then it's a problem. Yeah, I could. We could end it off there. Yeah. Um, I usually do this to most people. Uh, you can give me three people who inspire you, who help you get out of like your moods, who help you get out to paint, draw, whatever it is. Anyone, oh, wow. doesn't matter. Or anybody who you think is just a creative genius who you genuinely like. Wow. Okay. Um, there's this person on Instagram. I don't know. I might be pronouncing his name wrong. But we've met, we follow each other. His name is, I think it's Armion. I think that's how you pronounce it, but the, his uh, handle is A R M M as in Matthew yeah. Y A N <laughs> underscore N yeah. Army on N. Um, his work is like really, really just dope. Like he just he makes amazing work and he does it. He posts these quotes that just get me. Like he was talking, he posted something. He was talking about um, how. He said, he said uh, I'm still drawing for fun. This industry's not going to take that away from me. I'm like, yo, that's dope. But that's I just love people who really love what they do and they just are unforgiving about it. Like, he just does it. He's a machine. He makes crazy work. And he's, uh, you can tell he really loves what he's doing. And it's like how he, he breathes. Like, it's like, I breathe this. I like his, his like, passion for it. Um, I, that's the same thing I find with Kelvin. So I'm gonna put him on. I think he's Kelvin Dot Draws, right? Yeah. Kelvin, shout out to Kelvin. Same, same energy. Like they just, that dude is like so hungry. Like I see him post stuff all the time. He's constantly working. Mm-hmm. Um. And and Earl Sweatshirt. We already talked about it, but I just like I like yeah. that I like that honesty. And then people in my life, all the people in my life, like y'all already know. Yeah. I love y'all. Thank you for giving. Thank you. For giving me this opportunity, I love your podcast. Thank you. There's just a whole bunch of people who like collectively inspire me. But those are the top three I think that that I'm like looking at their work on Instagram and just and just and seeing like 
how they create. I'm I'm like intrigued by them. Like yeah. how do you know, how does your mind work? You know what I mean? That's it. Um, one more. I usually do this also. Okay. Uh, any advice to anyone younger than you who's trying to do what you do? Uh, you can pretty much say like, let's say, if you were talking to a younger you trying to figure things out, what advice would you give? Uh. Trust the process. Because <laughs> I think there's like a, there's like a. You feel like you're rushing yourself, like, I need to do this right now. Like, I need to know how to do this. And there's fear. Like, I, I was a very scared person, but you can't. You'll figure it out. Just keep working. Don't stop working, but don't feel like something has to happen right now, I think. Okay. Yeah. Before we end it up, before you shout out your social medias, um, are you ever going to be on YouTube? On YouTube? Like, my own channel? Yes. That'd be crazy. Like, just do paintings and tutorials on like how to paint and stuff. Like, explain your thought process. That would be cool. I'm trying to be more uh, personable. I think I'm a likable dude. I'm not a mean person, but I'm a little like old manish. <laughs> like, I don't like go out. Mm -hmm. But I think it would be, yeah, I, I should do that. I would do that. Uh, people always tell me on Instagram, they're like, you should do a live painting because they want to see me like making it. Mm -hmm. um, I've been wanting to do it. I just don't have time right now. When the summer happens, for sure. Okay. I'm also trying to put out a magazine with my friends okay. and just showcasing like people's art. So Juxtapause is like an art magazine, um, just different artists, different mediums, yeah. um, and just put it out and just okay. show it. So it could, part of it's going to be a website, part of it's going to be in print. Um, you should definitely talk to Young Table Tennis because he's done that. Like he did a website. He was trying to make it like compete with Complex. Oh man, that's the type of thing though that yeah. I'm trying to do. Okay, but for sure. We're, you, I'm, you I'm gonna hit him up. To, I, I'll definitely message him for you and everything. You need for to talk sure. to him. But um, that's pretty much it. For sure. Uh, shout out your socials. Where can we find you? Alright, so on Instagram um, at snakebone underscore snakebone underscore <laughs> um, I have a lot of projects coming up like series of paintings and drawings that yeah. most of it's going on there and you can buy all that stuff too so just DM me I'm selling prints for pretty cheap okay. um, I'm gonna say uh, my website is still in progress but you can look at it um, it's Julian Alexander J-U-L-I-A-N Alexander Art dot weebly dot com i'm gonna buy the domain i promise <laughs> but it's in progress okay um over there you can you can hit up my red bubble through there. there's a link through the site so you can buy like if you want to get some prints or like some some clothes mm -hmm. you can do it there. um i'm not really on anything else mostly instagram no twitter i have a twitter i don't use, you don't it. use it okay. um you can hit me up on twitter if you want i'm gonna check it like once every three months but it's a uh, snakebone two i think yeah i think that's fine. Yeah, just mostly Instagram and my website, but y'all can DM me. I'll answer. Alright, <laughs> alright. It was great having you on yeah, here. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Hopefully, I can get you together with Young Table Tennis. I'm. Yeah, he sounds really interesting. Yeah. Alright, bro. Thank you. This is dope.